Master G, ISSA internationally recognized master trainer, undergrad in exercise physiology, sports nutritionist, also finishing a master's degree with a concentration in human performance. Welcome to my podcast series. This is the real education on everything nutrition, real talk, real information, delivering real results. So let's get right into it. Welcome to week four, June 2nd of 2021. For today, we're talking about calories and weight loss. So the first thing that we have to understand is that it takes energy to burn energy, meaning that you have to ingest calories in order for the body to start burning calories. There's a lot of misled science out there about fasted cardio and fasted exercise. And a lot of times individuals will show up to the gym or or show up to their workout, whether it be running in the morning or biking without any energy in the system. And unfortunately, that creates what's called a catabolic environment. That's not what this podcast is about. But you are then putting yourself in a negative protein balance, which could lead to your body using muscle as energy instead of calories as energy. So the first thing you have to get out of the practice of doing is doing anything without calories in the system. So you have to start your day with calories to start burning calories. And honestly, the body has a hard time recognizing liquid calories, especially in the very beginning of the day. So again, that first onset of calories should be in the form of some type of meal, whether it be something quick. I know that there's a lot of individuals out there that have issues with digestion and stomach issues when it comes to exercise. So a lot of people, you know, they want to wake up, they want to get started, they want to exercise. So find something really light um, on your stomach that's going to give you enough energy to get through and power through your workout. Remember that muscles operate from carbohydrates. So that meal needs to be fresh and ready with carbs in order for you to really optimize your workout. All right, I know that there's a lot of, you know, individuals out there on the keto thing and they're running the fat thing and and uh, and whatnot but remember fat takes longer for the body to break down and digest and uses energy so i definitely recommend a carbohydrate source to start that day to get that energy burning all right so after you're getting that energy burning the most important thing that kicks in throughout the day is your quote-unquote metabolism now uh, you're going to find out throughout this podcast series how much of a myth the metabolism is. There is no such thing as a metabolism. It's a made-up word by the medical community. So I want to put everybody at ease, especially my older population, especially ladies. And if you're in your mid to late 40s, you're starting to get close to menopause. I want to reassure you that your metabolism is not dead. And I can assure you that there is hope for you to possibly and will lose weight if you continue to follow this podcast series and, and work and work towards your goals. So with that being said, if you don't have a metabolism, how is it that you burn calories? Well, you burn calories through what's called metabolic activity. Metabolic activity is turned on based on your heart rate. So as your heart rate moves throughout the day, you're going to increase your, your, your caloric burn. Now, if you exercise a lot, like I do, you have a resting heart rate that's in the low 60s. Well, when you have a resting heart rate that's in the low low number, that means that you're not getting as much caloric burn through metabolic activity throughout the day. Now, I'll talk about some other factors that lead into you know, your, your, your caloric burn as we continue to go. But the reality though, is that, is that you have to increase your metabolic activity. You increase your metabolic activity by eating smaller meals throughout the day. That is the entire purpose of why you have so many meal plans out there that preach that. 
Smaller meals, more times a day, gives your body the opportunity to digest and break down more calories more often, which makes your body better at it. All right, for anybody that's an athlete and anybody who's ever played sports, right, you don't wake up tomorrow and you're good at soccer, you're not good at basketball, you've got to practice. Your human body is the same way when it comes to burning calories. It's got to practice it. And if you don't practice, it's not going to get better at it. If it doesn't get better at it, then you're just going to, it's, it's going to be an ongoing process that's just going to feel like it never works for you. All right, so what creates weight loss? The only thing that creates weight loss is having a negative energy balance, meaning that you have to break down more calories than you take in. Here's the kicker that cannot happen while you're awake. And I'm going to say that again. It cannot happen while you're awake. If your body goes into too much of a negative calorie deficiency while it is awake, you're going to go into starvation mode. When your body goes into starvation mode, you can't get anything you want accomplished because your body thinks it's starving. Your body now thinks, oh my God, I'm never going to eat again. Anything that it can do to prevent more calories from breaking down, it will do. So what does it do? It'll start breaking down muscle. It'll start breaking down other forms of energy in the body and hold on to the calories that you give it thinking, hey, I don't know the next time this guy's going to feed me. So then starvation mode just creates an ongoing negative effect in the body. That's why you struggle if you only eat once or twice a day with weight loss. That is why, because your body is struggling to understand what do you want me to do? Do you want me to take these calories you're feeding me and break them down? Or do you want me to hold on to them for later? So again, you have to be productive in the eating process of feeding your body these small meals every day at different times. Now you can train your body through intermittent fasting, but there's also a science to that. And if you really study intermittent fasting, which we're going to discuss later on again in this podcast series, there's, there's methods to intermittent fasting. You can't just intermittent fast the same way every day. And we'll go into all the different cycles and the different ways intermittent fasting can be productive. All right. So in order to lose weight, you got to create the calorie deficiency, meaning that you have to break down all the calories that you take in for the day by the time your day ends. Okay. There's a lot of different ways to do that. Talk about, you know, activities. You could talk about exercise, but you have to be careful. And what I mean by being careful is that you have to put, it's all a game. It's a numbers game inside of the body. You can't become too negative throughout the day. Otherwise, again, your body goes in starvation mode. So there's no prime formula that's out there that'll really, you know, in tune, get you to lose weight. And the reason for that is that everybody's different. We talk about that in, in, in earlier podcast about how your basic energy needs on every single day are different than every other day. So if my basic energy needs change every day, then, you know, then that means that my intake is going to change every single day. So you've got to pay more attention to your body. You've got to pay more attention to what you're doing and how you're eating. All right. So the only way to tell, the only way to tell that your body is in a calorie deficiency is whether or not your hunger mechanism kicks in hear that again. The only way to tell that your body's in calorie deficiency is if your hunger mechanism kicks in. Okay. I don't care how much you spend 
on your Garmin watch, on your Fitbit, on your Apple watch. I don't care how much you invest in apps that track your food intake and your activity intake. If you're not hungry, there's still food in your system. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I gotta say it again because it's so important because you know what? We are afraid as a society to be hungry. And when we're afraid to be hungry, we will not lose weight. You have to learn to manage the hunger correctly. You can't be too hungry because too hungry equals what? Again, we'll go back to what I said earlier, starvation mode. You gotta teeter on the fence of real hunger. And that's when you know that you're in a calorie deficiency. So how are we supposed to balance all this? It's simple. You have to find the right amount of calories to ingest at each meal to make sure that all those calories are burned by the next meal. So to put it in layman's terms, you have to be hungry when you eat. And guess what? We don't do that as society, right? We just eat to eat. It's a psychological mechanism. We just eat to eat. We eat because it's 12 o'clock. At 12 o'clock, it's noon. It's lunchtime. That's what it means. At 7 o'clock, it's supper time. It doesn't matter if we're hungry. It doesn't matter what we've had for the rest of the day. It's just part of our habits. And those habits have to start changing. The most important thing that you can do when you really want to lose weight is create a regimen. You have to. Because if your, if your day is a variable, then guess what? Every time the variable changes, you have to shift and change as well. So get yourself dialed into some form of regimen. Change the time you wake up, the times that you're eating, the time that you go to bed. The more regimental you are, the more you can shift and make positive changes to make sure that you're finding the right caloric intake and the right formula for you to lose weight. And then last but not least, calories and weight loss. How does it all work and why are we so confused? The problem is you don't lose weight while you're awake. Bottom line, listen to this. You only lose weight while you're sleeping. If you were to do a test on the scale and weigh yourself all day long, every hour on the hour, you're going to see changes and shifts in the scale. But the only time you're going to see a monumental real weight loss is if you weigh yourself from the time you go to bed to the time you wake up in the morning and step on that scale and get that fresh weigh in. So, we're wrapping up. We talked about calories and weight loss. Remember, it takes energy to burn energy. You got to have, you know, metabolic activity throughout the day. Make sure that you're creating a calorie deficiency, which is only told to you by whether or not you're hungry or not. And make sure you're getting your full sleep so you can maximize your weight loss. Yo, so that wraps up this week. Stay tuned as we keep dropping more knowledge on everything nutrition. Don't forget to follow me, Master G, a.k.a. Gunny, on Instagram and Facebook. It's Master G, and I'm out this week.